Are you ready? Sure, let's go. Let's do it. Bonin, it is so good to see you. Welcome to BOSS. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I interview my badass executive network to help others learn, network, and pay it forward in this crazy new normal that is 2020. Uh, I'm Bonin. What more can I say? I am the son of a 93-year-old who just had his birthday last week, uh, who is a photographer and a jazz musician. And uh, uh, currently, I am chief growth officer of Triller. For those of you who don't know Triller, look it up. It's the cultural phenomenon of short form video right now. Um, and then, you know, my past life before that, I spent my first 10 years uh, building two global digital agencies, one privately held, one publicly held by IPG. I ran IPG's investment group. And then I realized that clients were too dumb to buy good work. So I decided to become a dumb client. And I left and became chief digital officer at PepsiCo. And then after that, I became uh, so I did that for about five years. Then I became chief media and e-commerce officer, <clears throat> excuse me, for um, Mondelez, which largest snack food company in the world, Oreos, Wheat Thin Stride, Trident, Cadbury, Triscuits. Uh, and then I was living in China and I figured I would quit and start investing in messaging technology and become rich. And on that journey, I met a guy named Rich uh, who owned the largest natural beauty business. Uh, so I became chief growth officer of that, took an equity stake, and we took that business from 200 to 300 million in 12 months, sold it to Unilever for a little under a billion. And now I'm uh, here with Triller. Ask you a question? Sure. So how's the show been going? The show is going really well. Uh, we, well, we, I, uh, launched last month and have over 57,000 uh, organic impressions of people watching it. To kind of take it back before we flip the script, like how did you get to where you are? Hard. I think I was lucky in the sense that I had a mother who was very focused on making sure that uh, I you know, accomplished something in my life. Mm -hmm. um, I think for me, one of the biggest learnings if I look back has been investing in not just creating a network, but investing in the people who work with me and for me. I read a quote in 1999 in Harvard Business Review, and I have every single one printed edition up until maybe March of this year, um, which said the mark of a great number one is where their number two goes to lead. And to me, that always meant, how do you make the people around you better than you? And so I think throughout my career, and if you look the CMO of the, of the third largest toy company worked for me. The president of Record Bank Keyser worked for me. And my goal was always to make sure that I invested as much as I could in helping those people grow. And so when you ask like, where did I get, you know, it's, it's a, this is a hard journey. I tell people when you really think about what it takes to survive in corporate America, or, I mean, the world in general, but there are more elite athletes in the world than there are vice presidents at Fortune 10,000s. So if you think it's difficult to become LeBron, it's near impossible to become Indra, who was a CEO of PepsiCo, for example, or Irene, who was a CEO of Mondelez. And if I asked you, what's your, what's your, playbook for the brand or service that you offer, you would share with me, you know, a 30 page PowerPoint. But if I asked you the same thing about your career or your life, <clears throat> most people don't have anything. And the walls of organizations are littered with folks who said they want to become CEO, but because they didn't have a plan, they never made it there. And so I think there's really two things, which is <clears throat> you need to have a, a plan. What do you want to accomplish? What's your, what is the plan to get there? In the same exact way that you would market a product or service, you need to market yourself. And then the second piece of that is how are you investing in the people that are on that journey with you, making sure that they are even more successful uh, than you are as you go through. If you can accomplish those two things, I think anything is possible. 
I love that. Bonnie. What was more interesting was just watching him really focus on becoming a craftsman. I think we don't spend enough time on perfecting our craft. And so he would start, he would take a shot of squirrels. Like, so we have his first 100 rolls. And the first squirrel photo, it's okay. But by like roll 70, it's like the best looking squirrel you've ever seen because he was perfecting the craft of it. And so that's where I think uh, many people don't put the time into actually learning and perfecting their craft and actually becoming a master. What you're saying also resonates with me for my family in terms of my six-year-old is, you know, learning how to read and sometimes gets frustrated. And of course, it's like the more you practice, the easier it's going to become. The group that you need to go after is the 18 to 24 because at the end of the day, their viewpoint on the world has so it's so, it's so dramatically changed versus us. And your son is, is coming into a world where <clears throat> right now we see the actors and the figures that we're used to. But the reality is the underlining of that in terms of just think about the empathy that kids have. Think about the diversity that kids have. We're, it's a whole new world. Like I would pay to be six. The thing I love the most about the pandemic, and I know that's weird to say, is that during the very beginning, people called each other just to say, you know, hey, I just want you to know that I'm here and I'm thinking about you. And humanity had this bond and we were like connected because all of a sudden there was this threat that was not just New York, but it was globally, yeah. human society is that, you know, humanity is that. And for some, that brought out the best in us, I believe, during that time period. And of course, we got hit with the truth of us, which is that we still have a lot of underlining issues. But I think that that, that moment made me re-believe in the power of what we can do as a society and as individuals and as people coming together. And so I think a, the younger generation, you know, they, they're almost built and it's almost innate in them that anything is possible. We all know that globally, the world needs more women and diversity and tech roles, data roles, marketing roles, leadership roles, right? There is, there is no everything. everything. <laughs> Um, we saw the new Citibank announcement of Jane Frazier as the new CEO, making her the first woman to lead. We know about, obviously, the, the passing of... My good friend, Carla Hassan, who is, who is now the CMO over there, but go ahead. Yes, 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 I saw that too. Um, but at the end of the day, women make up only 4% of CEOs of public companies in the U.S., and there are no Black women at the helm of any of these companies. Speak to me about just how we do better from your perspective. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's, uh, look, I, I, I've struggled with this. Uh, and of course, it's been at the forefront most recently. And the reality is that when I was 36 years old, I was the oldest C-level executive of color at a Fortune 50. I mean, look, I think I'm really good, but really? Nobody else made it through? Like, not one other person? I mean, like, come on. So we as a society have to believe that diversity is important and the challenge that we face is that it's not just a numbers game although it is and i'll come back to that it's diversity of thought so <clears throat> when we we went away on a uh, leadership retreat and there was the top 25 and uh, we had to answer a bunch of questions and those questions told you what color you were. So blue was like executional, red was operational. I think white was compassionate. There were no, no, no white colors there. No, just all killers in the boardroom. But 
yellow was creative <clears throat> and I was the only creative, I was the only yellow <laughs> there out of 25 senior leaders. I didn't even have like another yellow to huddle with just to protect myself. But it made me realize that <clears throat> if you guys, no matter whether you are black, Puerto Rican or Haitian, female or male, if you all go to Harvard, you all are gonna think the same way. A lot of the traditional institutions by which are the feeders into leadership still struggle with representation and diversity as, as the, you know, at its helm. We need to vote, not that we do need to vote, but we need to vote with, with our wallets around organizations that are doing the right thing. And I think there's five things that companies need to do today. We have to put diverse candidates in board position. The second is we need to attack that middle management. So where, where diversity falls down is that women and, and people of color, there's not, it, they fall down in middle management because there's nobody that looks like them above to reach down and pull them up. We need to look at the partners that we have. We need to invest in not just the communities that we actually physically operate in, but those that we sell products to. Last piece is we need to track it. If we don't focus and we don't have a concentrated effort, it'll never happen. Be ready for the lightning round. Go, I'm ready. I am ready now. What is the most important skill that leaders need for the future of work? Empathy. Name your career role model or favorite boss. My mom. Book that everyone needs to read. Text me 646-759-1837, which will be mine. Uh, one thing you'll commit to do in 2020 to help pay it forward. We're launching a fund for African-American founders, but it's aimed at those that are changing and challenging some of the big systemic issues. What do you want to be known for over the next six to 12 months? A son that honors his father. The work you're doing is important and thank you for investing the time and sharing. Thank you. Everyone should watch, watch every week, share with your friends. Watch it, link it, engage it, let's go.